Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. Today's book is Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff, and today's guest is recurring star Scott from the DC Film Squadcast. How are you today? I'm doing just fine, and we also have another special guest with us, just in case he decides to make some noises. Oh, yes. Hello, baby. Hello. Yes, if Scott and I break down into baby voices in the middle of this podcast, it is not really reflective of Lovecraft Country at all, but uh, the fact that Scott, Scott is holding his third child in his arms. He is three weeks old tomorrow, so I am, I am, I'm being a good daddy. I'm, I'm podcasting and holding the child. It's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's an impressive it's an impressive feat truly to podcast and hold a small child all at the same time. Oh, good stuff. Um well Scott, as I said before, we are here to talk about Lovecraft Country, uh and which is um just premiered on HBO as as a television show. Um and so the first episode is down. But you and I read the book in I would assume ways to catch up for the show. Did you watch the first episode? I did. I watched it last night. I actually watched it. Uh, I had read three-fourths of the book, watched it last night, and then finished the last fourth of the book this afternoon. Nice. Nice. Well, you didn't really spoil anything for yourself either because the first episode of the show is like the first 20 pages or so of the book. It's like barely anything. Um, maybe more than 20 pages. I'm, I'm underestimating. But uh, maybe 50. I think fifty is probably good because it's. I one of the things I wanted to take I, I wanted to take the opportunity to discuss today is the the throwback structure of the novel. Oh, I'm glad that you brought. I am so glad that you brought that up. So tell me, tell me, tell me. Talk about the structure. When I started reading the book, it felt like I was reading a Ray Bradbury novel. When I put novel in air quotes. Because a lot of really famous Ray Bradbury novels, Dandelion Wine, Something Wicked This Way Comes, The Martian Chronicles, mm-hmm. are, are called novels, but they're really just interrelated short stories that get combined into one book. And when I was reading the book, especially for the first half of it, I really felt that structure this way that these – there are reoccurring characters. There is an interconnected story that runs through the entire book, but each chapter is more like a fully independent short story featuring a different character than the story before. That's right, because there are about four chapters plus the plus the kind of coalesced, the coalesced ending and epilogue. But um, but that's a really good point because um, it actually made me that makes me appreciate the structure a little bit more than what I had been um, than what I had been doing because I uh, when I read it because I was like I didn't I didn't love the the short story format as you call it because like i got really into atticus's story early and then so it would go off and then i got into letitia's story 
But then it went off into Horace's story, and then like and it kept going in that vein. I was like, "Yo, go come come back, come back." I want I, but it does coalesce together, which is which is where I like. It. I'm gonna read the back of the book because I didn't explain what this is about. Um, before we keep going, it is Chicago, 1954, when his father goes missing. 22 year old Army veteran Atticus Turner embarks on a road trip to New England to find him, accompanied by his uncle George publisher of the safe negro travel guide and his childhood friend letitia on their journey to the manor of samuel braithwaite heir to the estate that owned one of attica's ancestors they encounter both mundane terrors of white america and benevolent spirits that seem straight out of the weird tales that george devours um there's two other chapters uh past that but uh, i mean two other paragraphs past that but i think that gives a good enough um explanation of the book i think so absolutely and I appreciate the fact that even though this book came out four years ago, I now have some cultural and historical knowledge that I would not have had four years ago that made me appreciate this novel more and then continues to astound me in my ignorance up to about a year ago about things in American history that I was not aware of. You know, that that's a great point. I wouldn't have, um, you know, like the Tulsa race riot plays a part in this story. And I know so many people because it's not um, it's not a subject that's really taught in school. And that, and so people lose it. And then everyone watched Watchmen and they were like, whoa, what what is what is that? What is that? Um, Look, I thought it was fake. I, I, I thought it was part of the alternate timeline of Watchmen when I saw the first episode and then to find the articles and go, oh, wow, I feel stupid and insensitive. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I think Lovecraft – Lovecraft Country is not a book that um, talks down to anybody. I think it is a book that it wears what it is on its sleeve. Um on the cover too. I the original cover is very telling, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. It's a, actually the cover is really great because it's got this pulp vibe going on, and it's got this worn look like you got it in a secondhand bookstore. Um, and then it's got the these white, I would say, tentacles calling to mind Lovecraft, but they're also shaped like KKK hoods. Uh, with little eye holes with in little them too. eye holes it's really good and i think that's a, a part of why i really liked lovecraft country because it's it plays with everything just enough that it doesn't feel nothing feels um oh how do i put this um stretched too thin or it it feels too here's the, the the fantasy sections feel like fantasy, but the book is filled with realism. If that makes yes. sense, I don't think absolutely America and and race and all of this stuff. The Safe Negro Travel Guide, which is uh, you know their version of the Green Book, um, in the story, that's all real. What they encounter from people and um, classism and racism is real. But then you also have Cthulhu monsters. You know, you also have, you know, Cthulhu. Show goths and and, um, haunted houses. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah, it's like it's bonkers. It's so bonkers. What what I really actually really appreciated about this is that it's not just Lovecraft. 
And so even though they talk about Lovecraft Country, you know, being H.P. Lovecraft, um, creator of the weird and mystical, uh, it's also John Carter, um, John Carter of Mars. It's also Ray Bradbury. You know, it's, it's these... also Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes. Yeah. Jekyll. I Hyde love that Hyde. story. We got to talk too. about that story. Yeah, yes. Great. Yeah. Great. I think that was actually that's the chapter that I was like that kind of won me over originally. I was like, oh, I wish we'd get back to Atticus. And then Jekyll and Hyde Park was like, oh, no, I need to know more right now, <laughs> because that that actually in some ways even reminded me of, you know, HBO's Watchmen. This idea. So like one of the characters is given the potion to um, to become white. Right. And she gets like all these things that she wants. Like she's not nervous about walking down the street. She can get served in a restaurant. She can get the job she wants and it goes and it goes and it goes and it goes and she like discovering who she is. But it kind of reminded me of, um, hooded justice, right? Who's yes. Who's black, but he puts on white makeup to pretend that he's white underneath the mask. Um, like it's, it's good. This was good stuff. Well, which is amazing because, you know, Watchmen is just HBO's latest series, like two series ago. Mm-hmm. And, and and this book was written four years ago. And yet it, yeah. 2016. But then they're following up Watchmen like two series later. Like basically you had Watchmen, The Outsider, Perry Mason, and now Lovecraft Country. And it's just so amazing uh, the serendipitous nature of how Watchmen and Lovecraft Country hit in almost the same year, tackling, I mean, just, just almost parallel to each other with the issues and the topics that it brings up. That's right. And with the real world events of this year, I, I it really engaged me even more in reading Lovecraft Country. Even more. I mean, I devoured this book in four days. Right. Yeah, I could I, not yeah. put it down. Yeah, I think this was a week. This was a week for me. Just about. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so fast. Um, here's the thing. Like, so you talked about how like HBO's Watchmen and then HBO's Lovecraft Country. They're like tackling these same issues. But what I find interesting about the book and then and maybe the show i would assume is going to do this it is the way that they're tackling them and that is um the the combo of it's hyper realism right so it's it's genre it's inserting genre um pieces into quote the real world so how does Mm -hmm. how does the real world react to this it's not john carter of mars where it's already kind of bonkers in the real world, and then he finds himself on Mars, right? This is um, like Jekyll and Hyde Park. You're talking about reverse blackface. You're talking about a, a woman who, in all essence, is putting on whiteface and going out into the world to, like, feel like she, she can she can live, she can be normal, and what that and what that does. Um, it's it raises a lot of interesting questions but leaves the reader to take what they want from it which is something i uh or decide their own answer i guess like what is what ruby is doing the right thing to do or is it you know or the wrong thing or is it the system that put ruby in that place to make that decision so does ruby even have a decision when she's offered this potion 
to to be a white woman for a couple of hours a day? Like, is that something that she can even say no to? Well, and and I'm going to be honest, reading that story and had had just finished reading White Fragility with that chapter called White Woman's Tears, I thought it was really interesting how it dealt with the power of being a white woman and what a white – especially what a white woman can do to a black individual. Mm-hmm. It, Historically and in this power, plus the fact that the white woman persona is the Mr. Hyde of the story. Yes, that's very good point. That's an excellent, excellent point, though, like the Mr. Hyde, the because they even bring that up in the book. It's like, was is Mr. Hyde evil or is Dr. Jekyll just indulging in the things that always made him who he was? Right. This is almost France Fanon. This is, you know, um, you know, black skin, white masks, you know, like let's let's uh, pretend everybody to be something that we're not. Um, it's very that's, good. By the way, that's always how I've read Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde anyway. Oh, yes, totally <laughs> Jekyll. He's, he's, he's just a he's a terrible person. Yeah, he's he's like, a terrible person. He's like, oh, no, I'm a totally different person. I'm like, no, you're not. You're the same person. You just have an excuse now. That you think yeah. you have an excuse. Yeah, I've always read it that way, too. As a kid, you like the idea that he turns into a monster and doesn't have um, he doesn't have an option, right? But he does. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. I feel like the first four stories, four or five, I'm losing count, but, like, you get Atticus's story, you get... Uh, Letitia's story, you get Hippolyta's story, and you get Ruby's story. Uh, and though, Horace's story. Well, 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 my point is that after Ruby's story, after Jekyll and Hyde Park, uh, the book kind of lost me with, like, the last three stories. Totally. I'm totally there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, so that was a, I, I, so I wanted to address that criticism because I felt like the last three stories lost the thread of the African American experience as a real life horror story augmented by horror elements. That really didn't like it lost that in the last three, and that's also when sort of the overarching story with the Braithwaiths and the Order of the Ancient Dawn, which is this weird like Lovecraftian cult meets the KKK it's kind of analogy, shadow over in's m- mouth kind of weird. Yeah, it's yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's like that, like. It, it, it just it, – it lost its subtlety and it lost its metaphor in those last three stories. So the book ended on a little bit more of a whimper. I still loved it for what it was doing up to that point because, I mean, I got to say, if you if you had me hooked for the first three-fourths of your book, I'm going to I'm going to criticize you for a week last fourth, but I'm also not going to let that last fourth of the book ruin – the engaging experience I had of three days of like not being able to put the thing down. I agree with that. I think that the book, it, it's interested in wrapping up its story more than it's, 
then it's interesting relaying its narrative, if that if that makes sense. Yes. It, it makes sense to me because that's how I felt as I was finishing it today. Because pretty much this – what I read today was the part that made me kind of go, oh – like I just, I just kind of had that feeling today as I as I finished the book. I went, oh, this isn't as good as the rest of it was. Yep. Yeah. It is definitely it's definitely a book that is. Um, I have a good idea, and then it start you know, but then halfway through writing, you're like, ooh, how do I wrap all of this up? And part of that actually to go back to my criticism on the way that the chapters are rather are kind of split up in the short story model that because we spend so much time away from some characters. And then, and then you know, others come in, and then it kind of like folds in it. it. Like I, by the time that everybody kind of comes together at the end, I've, I'm ready, I'm ready to like I was ready to say goodbye to some people already because they've been gone for so long. If that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. I I, I won't say I shared the feeling, but I can understand the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it also loses its. Um, it, I think it loses its um, kind of love of pulp and Lovecraft at the same time. Closer to the end, like again, it's a little bit more interested in wrapping itself up than it is about drawing allusions to these other stories. Like I think the first, the first couple of chapters is really strong. It is like pure Lovecraft in its own way. It's like here's this little conglomerate of towns in massachusetts that aren't part of massachusetts and like and no one knows what goes on there and like i'm like okay cool i'm in it i'm cool oh let's do it let's keep going and then it, it doesn't it it once it kind of loses that thread not so much that it abandons fantasy or horror it, it's more that it's just it kind of leaves lovecraft's uh, lovecraft in the dust it doesn't it doesn't wrap up with him, if that makes – does that – No, a- absolutely because – keep asking if things make sense. I don't know why. That's, I guess, my, my go-to phrase. It's fine. It's fine. But, no, I, I agree with you because when you got to the end, it just ended, and I felt that. And like I said, after – because you had so much going for it with, like, the with the Lovecraft and the Haunted House and the John Carter and the Jekyll and Hyde. And even sort of the uh, almost Indiana Jones uh, – there was also that sort of Lovecraftian like we're going to break into the museum in the middle of the night mm-hmm. kind of story. Yeah. And th- and those were all – I was digging like there was the Freemasons and all this stuff. And then when you got to, you know, the, the, f- the son who ran off with the help and you've got the, the uh, Horace's story – uh, you know, horse's story was the one that really just kind of went. What's 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 the point here? What's what's w- why is this even? Why is this even in the book? Like it the, with, the, with the devil doll, like that. That was when it really just started to go. I'm not digging this. I'm not invested in this story for some reason. And then the last story, the Mark of Cain, that just felt total like I just need to. Fi- I'm just trying to end the book now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I agree. And I think some of it fit, but I it also like it doesn't dive enough. So it has this whole thing with like the Adamites and like all this stuff, but it doesn't it's not so interested in fleshing out that part of the world. Like it, 
it it just wants to be like oh oh so they're like a, a secret society and there's like sections okay good you got it okay let's go um but they're weirdly generic um, I was actually okay with that because I felt the more the more it worried about the cult, the more – honestly, the more it worried about the white people, the less interested I was in the story. Very good Beca- point. Very because good point. the more you – the more it focused on the African-American experience as horror, that metaphor sold me. Yep. And as soon as it stepped away from that – I lost interest. Yeah, because it, it almost becomes a different book by the end, where it's yes. not about the experience anymore. It's not about what you started to make this book about. Now it's just about. It's almost weirdly generic. Like it's yes, almost, yeah. It's and that's why I say like it steps away from Lovecraft, where it's a little bit more of like a pulp adventure at that point, um, but a generic pulp adventure. You know, it's a. Um, but but you know that's okay. This is a solid four out of five for me. I did the same thing. It was it was working on a five out of five until the end. Yeah, that's it, exactly right. Yeah, it, it was. It's the end that really brings it down a peg. But a four out of five is still a very good score. And I yeah I I hope the show fixes some of the problems the book had where you know like it leaves some stuff in the dust um but the i the first three-fourths of this book are really strong and i think it's a good recommend i think it's a good it's a good read uh have you watched the first episode yet i did Mm -hmm. okay Uh, you want to take a couple of minutes to just kind of say i I thought it was interesting how I was afraid the show – the epi- first episode was spoiling something for me. Then it turns out the show is introducing a different element that wasn't even in the book at all. And considering that the book is written by a white man and yep. the show was created by a black woman, I'm very interested to see how the different voices tackle the uh, the material because they're already making changes even within that first episode like gender swapped characters or th- events play out in different ways and so i'm going to be very interested to see uh how it goes i will admit that because the book ended a little bit weaker i'm more, going to be more willing to accept changes that while i was watching the first episode last night were annoying me because i was like why are you changing this i love the book why do you have to make changes and now that i know the book kind of ends pff, kind of on a flat line it's like okay well, Let's see your changes. Let's see what you do with this material. That, that's right. I mean, you can actually really see you can see the difference in the the white writer versus the 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 black the showrunner white showrunner versus the female black showrunner all in Letitia. Like yes, very much in in Letitia the way that they kind of retooled her character because like she's like in the book. Before you get to Letitia's like section of the book, like really her section, she's she is basically like I'm the girl of the group, um, you know, except for that part with the diner, you know, like where she's like I heard them talking, so I went to the horse and blah blah blah, things like that. But like she's she doesn't feel like she's her whole character until that next until her chapter of the book, and I got who she was immediately in in the first you know 15 minutes or whatever of of this show um 
She's just I think she's more I think she's more intriguing on the show um, from the start. I would I would completely agree with that. Yeah. So, but like I said, solid read. I could highly recommend. I can recommend the book or the audio book because I did both. Oh, good. I also did both because that's how I get through things quickly. You know, yes. Listen, <laughs> yeah. Listen while you're in the car and walking the dog, and read when you're home. Great. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yes. So, pick up Lovecraft Country by Matt Ruff. Disclaimer: You do not need to read any H.P. Lovecraft or any pulp of any kind to enjoy this book. Um, I think that must. I think that should be said because you're like, oh, I've never read H.P. Lovecraft. I barely heard of him. Um, then, then should you read it? And you're like, yeah, you should. Also, it does address the fact that H.P. Lovecraft was a huge racist. Um, yes. That is a that is a a point in the story that I think speaks pretty strongly of all books, you know, like where they say, like, yeah, he was a racist. But that should I should I not enjoy that story because of that? You know, I think it's the question they ask themselves in the story. And I mean, that's a That's a question for every, you know, a question for everybody. I also love the fact that the book doesn't answer the question for you. All the characters have a different perspective on it, and the and the and the reader is allowed to figure out where they fall on that. And I appreciate the fact that I'm not being told how I'm supposed to feel about that. That's right, and I think that's one of the strong points of the book, where it it doesn't tell you how to feel; it makes you decide for yourself how to feel about all of it. Um, but it, I mean, it leads you there, you know, in, in its own way, because these are the protagonists, you know, this is who you should be on the side of. But when you get to sections like, you know, Jekyll and Hyde Park and how should we feel about H.P. Lovecraft's massive amount of racism, you know, so the both the show and the book allow you to answer those questions for yourselves. I live about 15 minutes from H.P. Lovecraft's house, by the way. I don't know if I've ever told you that. I assumed that because, I mean, isn't everything – isn't every place up there 15 minutes away from some other place? I'm uh, just saying. In, in Rhode Island, it certainly can be. If you drive – if it's any – if something is further than 20 minutes away, a native Rhode Islander will be like, oh, I don't know. That's kind of far, 20 minutes. Like, Come on. <laughs> what is – like, like – I work in Massachusetts, and I might as well have told people that I work on Mars. Like, they're like, you go all the way to Massachusetts? I'm like, it's 20 minutes up the highway. It's not it's not that far. You should try it sometime. Like, it is hilarious. Hilarious. It's like a small town, but a whole state. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you for coming on to talk about Lovecraft Country. Um, I tried my best, because I, if you notice the, the books that I really like I try not to spoil things as much as possible, which sometimes makes it really hard to talk about. Um, but I thought we did an OK job this time. I think we did just fine. Yeah, we. Yeah, we did fine. Uh, Scott, where can people find you if they want to find you? You can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. And as Tim already mentioned, you can listen to me on my own podcast over at DC Film Squadcast. Excellent. Well, Scott, uh, thanks for coming on, and I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. You have been listening to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. You can find Read Up on Twitter at Read Up Podcast and the host at Timothy PG13. Rate and review Read Up on iTunes and listen on any place podcasts can be found. 
Head over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio to support all of your favorite Thought Bubble Audio podcasts. You can find all of the Thought Bubble Audio programs at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Until next time, have a good read.